0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Navigating the journey called
1: life doesn't get any easier as we move through it, but we can learn from what we have within us to make it more enjoyable in the long run welcome to mental sherpa by theta spring your host is alexandra ginelli in our program we set out to provide you with the undiscovered wisdom within you to handle even life's bumpy spots now here is the host founder and practitioner of theta spring alexandra ginelli
2: hello everybody this is alexandra ginelli your host at the mental sherpa show I'm joined today again with Ashley Kaler. We actually had her on last week to talk about preparing for dating, right? How to get yourself ready to date. Ashley is an expert matchmaker and dating coach who has worked with many people to help them find love. Ashley... Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. You were actually born on Valentine's Day, is that correct? I was.
3: I was born on February 14th. Uh, So it's often coined, I'm often coined as a modern day Cupid. So I guess I I think it's a little ironic, but um, I guess I was born to be a matchmaker. I have been in the matchmaking industry since uh, 2009. wonderful yeah so doing um matchmaking combination of some dating coaching i'm also a uh an author as
2: well so i write oh some wonderful about- yeah, i, I did not
3: know that sex and dating columns i'm working on a book with a gentleman in london who's also a uh an affiliate of mine he's a matchmaker in london fabulous yeah so we're it's going to be different uh we're, our our theme is in our focus right now and we're still in the beginning stages of the difference between uh you know american dating culture and british
2: is it different <laughs>
3: I'm so far from our conversations it is he's, how interesting yes they seem to be a little more refined well they're proper they're proper they're and proper. he's a very cheeky character oh
2: they? <laughs> brilliant. Yes.
3: Brilliant. So I have my hands in a and a few different things, but it keeps me busy and uh, you know whatever it is as long as it falls underneath the umbrella of relationships
2: and sex and dating, um I'm always open to exploring. So you're on a mission, right? Yes. There you do what you do for a reason. What is it? Why do you do what you do? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you feel like you just needed to connect people to Yeah, people?
3: I I love it. I uh, Reason being, I, I'm a people person, okay? I've always found, you know, I'm not, I've never been, I've never been a textbook reader. I'm not the type of person who knows a lot about history or I'm not great with numbers. I like people. I like getting to know people. I'm a little nosy. Nothing shocks me. I'm better at speaking with, you know, uh, in regards to like sex rather than politics. I just... It's just
2: comfortable for me. Even now with the Donald Trump thing going on. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, there are certain circumstances. Of course. um, Yes,
3: but besides uh, just really having a passion for relationships and people and what what makes people tick, I love – the idea of introducing two people and seeing that connection, whether it's chemistry or, you know, whether it's personal or romance, I, I, I just it's a very, very fulfilling feeling to see two people that may not have known each other. And you introduce to that, introduce them and, you know, your, you know, your screening process and your attentive, uh, you know, service
2: Made them fall in love. Well, not made them, but assisted. Excuse me. It's so interesting <laughs> as you're telling what you do and what you love about it. I had this very mo- a trigger moment yeah. where you were like two people who don't know themselves, d- who don't know, blah, blah, cut that out. Um, two people who don't know each other meeting for the first time and watching how that plays out. I kind of had a like spark of anxiety. I yeah. was like, oh my God. It is a that, little bit of an anxious feeling. Right. It is. And especially when
3: it, uh, you know, sometimes I help prearrange uh the dates.
2: I think that's so great that you actually will jump in to help people even, you know, prearrange a date. That's got to take a lot of pressure off.
3: Yeah, sometimes I do. I really try to... Uh, let the clients, you know, the gentleman pick the date, but if they're out of town, I'm more than happy to step in and give my suggestions and things like that. But, uh, yeah, but more or less, I like for them to, you know, put some thought into it, put some time into it, you know, after talking with her on the phone, get to know her and then go from there, whether it's a restaurant or it's an activity or something along those lines. But, before, just that night before, knowing that they're going to be, you know, there are reservations at eight o'clock. I have to admit, I have butterflies throughout the night because I I'm want to sure. get the phone call. Yeah.
2: I want to, I always. It's kind uh, of like your kids going yeah, to a first Oh, yeah. Step I'm like, oh,
3: my goodness. Oh. And yeah, it's prom night. So, uh, yeah. So I do require that. Uh, and again, everyone's adult. So I say require a very, Very lightly, but I do like that uh, my clients and uh, women do provide feedback from me, you know, to me, whether it's, you know, that evening. Sometimes people are a little more eager than others. And And um, I'm
2: sure people can, you know, too much alcohol leads to some really bad behavior. Yeah, I have more stories. One of these days, I'm just going to write a book. I would love to write a book. Things. I don't know what section hypnosis. that would be in yet. <laughs> no. I
3: can't decide yet. But that is, there are more stories than you can possibly imagine. I'm sure. Some men that, and I, when I first started, that hired me, uh, some of these men were not there for the right reasons.
2: Meaning, what kind of reasons? Well. Just, I think that they
3: might have confused Ashley with Ashley Madison. <laughs> oh, <interesting. laughs> no, I'm teasing. Not that bad, but their focus wasn't there. Gotcha. They liked the idea that I did pre-screen. They liked the idea that uh, they were meeting women that just you know fit their cookie cutter image, but. They were very, very casual in their approach. They were very casual in their follow-up. And right. they were, you know, not focused on more, you know, just just one person. So, um, you know, I mean, I learned, you know, just like anything, just like a relationship. Because I do have a relationship with these men and women. I learned from my mistakes. And I, you know, I decided... Who was there for the right reasons? Because, again, I want it to be successful, and if it's not a good fit, I certainly don't want him to hire me, and I don't want to work with that person. (laughs) Have you
2: ever had to fire a client?
3: I have an... I don't like to say fire. I like to say let go. go. Have you ever ever released a client? Uh, Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I had to release a client uh, about three or four years ago in regards to... uh, He was not honest...
2: About his medical history. Interesting. Okay. Yes. That could be a lot of things, and that does that, not sound like yes. a good fit for yeah. a lot of. And babies. it just, when
3: women come to me, I want to provide them with the truth. Not a false hope. Absolutely. Certainly, I, you know, I do, I'm not engaged with a lot of these gentlemen behind closed doors. But I know them on a personal level, and the contract that I use and the screening process that I do use allows for me to really uh, vet them and to, you know, almost. It's kind of a promise agreement. You're selling a package. Yeah, yeah,
0: you exactly. Know what you're
2: selling,
3: exactly. Are you healthy? Because right. we are in an industry that allows for
2: romance, which can right. lead to sexual activity,
3: and, and all of that is natural, and we should be adults about
2: it. And again, you know, if you're not healthy, that's you know, be honest, as we talked sure. about in the last episode, is just to be honest mm-hmm. about that. You know, it might be a non-negotiable. It might be a negotiable for Absolutely. some people. There's Absolutely. ways around a lot of this Absolutely. stuff too. So that's great. Mm-hmm. So what we were going to focus on today in our show is really helping people once they're ready to date, right? Last episode was how do you prepare for love? And how do you, and as Ashley had mentioned, it was all about get to know yourself, discover yourself, be selfish, be mm-hmm. selfish. Um, learn from your past begin to let go of your past we all have baggage it's perfectly normal but we don't have to let it affect us as we move forward into a dating and into relationships and so the idea is we're going to assume now that you're ready to date and you have a good relationship with yourself you're standing up tall you know who you are and what you do next
3: Ashley, what is the next step? What is the next step? I think that the most important thing that people tend to forget is I think that they should just take it easy. Mm. Life is hard enough. Dating is hard enough. Dating is a job. Everybody, I mean, you have your um, full-time nine-to-five job. Dating is a job in itself. So when you're going, whether you're just entering a relationship or you're, you know, Scouting around and uh, putting yourself out there. Just take it easy. Take the pressure off yourself. Because if you're going into a relationship or what have you, with that um, that almost that anxious aura, right? You're I going to attract to this. Yes, uh, this needs this. This I am. You know, I'm 42, and or, and. You know, I, I meet I this wonderful guy and I have here. to have this because my biological clock is ticking or, you know, all of my friends are getting married. I'm 32 and all of my friends are getting
2: married and, you know, they have two or three babies. I have to. This has to be it. No, stop. Right. People, desperation doesn't look good on anybody. No, and it's people can smell ugly. it Ugly. It's ugly. And it, that's exactly. Yes. That's not to say that you can't want
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I mean, that that's, that, that's one of... Um, one of the things that I hear the most from my clients is um, that's a big red flag. And he's like, he, she just was just so needy
2: and just so suffocating. You know, it's funny. I actually set two people up once. Uh, one was a friend of mine. Wasn't one was a friend of my boyfriend's. And her first her comment was, "He's such a great guy, yeah. but he just wanted to be in a relationship right away. Take it easy. And it was right. no, no. Her. She's like." He was exactly what I was looking for physically, looks wise. Great job, nice guy. Enjoyed being with him, but he was just too pushy. And he can wanted you it all imagine? Right away exactly. And it had. It wasn't even like he was looking for sex. Right. He just wanted that. It, it, there was something needy that he needed. Right. 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 He felt that this is what
3: he needed right then and there. Yeah. And he just pushed too hard. See. You know, in a situation like that, if you just almost pull back the reins and let it flow, let yourself get to know that person. Let, you know, let, let have a fight, right. get annoyed with that person, take some time, maybe date somebody else at the same time. I know it sounds silly coming from a matchmaker, but I actually promote when you're courting, I actually promote that people date multiple people at the same time. Mm. Why not? So so you're not, you know, as you said, you're not at the horse race, but also, so you're not putting all of your attention, all of your eggs in that basket because they can smell it. They can feel it. And it's, you
2: know, you you almost want to push that person away, right? That's that's, something else that's on your mind. Yeah. And it's, it's recognizing the need that Mm -hmm. you have, right? Like we all get excited. We want to communicate women, especially we like to chat. We like to talk. Absolutely. Men are very different. And as much as we don't want to ignore. And mm-hmm. everyone sort of is like, no, we're all the same. Men have a very different focus and attention. Sure. And it, we communicate and mm-hmm. we act very differently. Mm-hmm. That a man when he's at work is very much like I'm at work and that's what I'm doing. And you're not going to get his attention. And if he's like, I'm not giving you my attention right now. Mm hmm. We can be very. Tender. And I can promise you, if he doesn't return your text <laughs>
3: after minutes, it's probably just because he's working and focused. It's right. not because of anything else, you know. Yeah. And you push, 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 and uh, you His know, texts are going to stop altogether. <laughs>
2: it's so true. And as we mentioned in episode nine with Mia Moore, we were actually talking about Don Miguel Ruiz's book, The Four yes. Agreements, which is wonderful. Four agreements that you can live by, which are be impeccable with your words, mm-hmm. right? Say what you mean. You don't have to be a jerk about it Absolutely. or mean, but it's be very honest and authentic with what you're saying. I like that. Or, you know what? You showed up late. and That's I, not really, okay with me. It's not okay with me. And it kind of upset me. That doesn't mean you have to throw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second agreement, which is don't make assumptions. Oh, couldn't agree right? more. I assumed that he didn't reply or she didn't reply, mm-hmm. that they don't like me. Mm-hmm. We like to fill in stories. But, right we need we it's almost it becomes
3: uh it almost comes like a bad habit right you know we need to fill in stories to make ourselves feel better we need to fill in stories to um i also it sometimes i feel that people fill in stories to push others away you know well he's just probably talking to somebody else
2: right oh well, maybe he's not maybe, maybe he just needed a day off from you <laughs> maybe he is but you know what he could be learning how much he likes you through that other experience, the compare, the Mm -hmm. Mm side-by-side, the horse race, right? There's Mm -hmm. always going to be a pack, and then there's the spread. Absolutely. The third rule, which I think is important, and this is a great book for anyone dating too, don't take anything personally. Their baggage is their baggage, and their reaction is their reaction, Mm -hmm. and it's not always about you. Their reaction could be about something their sister or brother did or father Mm -hmm. did years ago. Absolutely. That's difficult.
3: It's It's very difficult. That's difficult to swallow because, you know, as humans, that's just natural for us. You know, if someone were to show up late or someone, you know, didn't want to accompany you to that uh, company party, well, why not? Right, right. It was dating about me. It yeah was about me and you know i have to show up with someone and we're dating so why would you know try your best and obviously everything is circumstantial but pr- try your best as you said not to take it personally just take a deep breath and maybe
2: use your words and ask why right go back to the yeah. be impactful with your words go back to the basics hey, i am really upset that you're not coming exactly is it, what, what is that about is this too soon or are you just tired or just simply tired? Get some data. Exactly. Get the data. Exactly. And then the last one is just be the best you. Mm-hmm. Your best self, it's going to be different when you're drunk. It's going to be different when you're sad. Mm-hmm. And the best version of you is going to be different when you're really, really happy. And it is. Yeah.
3: And focus on that. People want to. And it sounds very obvious, which it is. But sometimes we forget that people want to be around positive energy. People want to be around happy people. Mm -hmm. Be your best self. And then you'll exude that. And then you, you know, even if you're not looking, I promise you, anybody who's out there who's single that is ready, it will come to you. It's just it's, you know, it's, it's kind of law like karma. Energy. Exactly, it's a law of attraction. Everyone's, it's a law of energy. Yeah, <laughs> everyone.
2: You know what? We all are like, oh yeah, no. But once you get it, mm-hmm. it's so true. It mm-hmm. really does begin to draw in some really good things into your life. Exactly. But it starts with having that good relationship with yourself because it changes the way you see the world. Mm-hmm. So like yourself first, then everything else begins to shift. Absolutely. So what we're going to do when we come back from the break is we're going to talk a little bit about that energy and how it, what you can actually draw into your life using that. So I'm here with Ashley Kaler matchmaker, and dating coach. And my name's Alexandra Janelli, practitioner of hypnotherapy and also your host today on the show. And we will be right back.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
1: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Visit the Theta Spring Hypnosis Store to find out more about our home hypnosis programs and detox systems. Our hypnosis programs bring the power of our therapy to the comfort of your own home or on your mobile device. Our detox system has been formulated as the first ever mind and body detox. The Burn and Build Body 14-Day Anti-Aging Detox Kit is a food-based detox that has an optional subconscious support program. Stay committed and create sustainable change while cleansing your body visit betaspring.com forward slash store we have a special 15% discount for our listeners use promo code VA15 at checkout do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands remember you are not alone every week host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
0: It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. What's stopping you? Is it other people? Your environment? Fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
3: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
1: You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Janelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to a. Janelli at ThetaSpring.com. Now, back to The Mental Sherpa Show.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is Alexandra Janelli, your host, and I'm joined today with Ashley Kaler, a matchmaker and relationship coach. We're talking about today they are bringing the right energy into dating, right? We've all gone on those dates and just Maybe the energy just turns really bad really quickly. And you're like, oh my God, why am I here? How do I get out of this? And, but then we've also had those dates where it goes really well. Actually, how do you bring the right energy to a date? What is the right energy?
3: Well, and I'm, and I hate to assume, but for all of those people listening that have jobs, nine to five jobs, okay? So normally our dates are after work, right? Mm -hmm. On the weekends, I always like to say in order to put your best foot forward after work, go home wipe work off you take a shower just rinse off your you know take a change wipe your face just just get your your you know your your day away from you so you're almost going out you know going into the date with a fresh look with a detox. fresh attitude detox excuse detox me detox great first. great term yes <laughs> detox first so go into the um, go into the date excited i know all of us are tired i know all of us have probably been tainted because just last night you had an awful date and oh. and <laughs> And, you know, he hasn't been, you know, hasn't stopped calling you all day. But try your best to go in with a smile, even if it's forced, even if it's forced. Because what I found that even if you mentally try and tell yourself that, hey, I am happy and I will be happy and I am going to give this a chance, that your attitude can switch. Mm -hmm. So try your best to go in with a, a fresh outlook, with a fresh mentality and, you know, make sure that you are letting your guard down, and you know, there for the right reasons.
2: What do you do? You know, and I—we've all been on a date that's not going well. Is there a protocol to getting out of that, right? We all have that friend that's like, call me 20 minutes into the <laughs> date, right? Or your friend that's sitting in the corner, just like watching everything go down. You're like, okay, my safety. Right. Well, how bad are we talking about? Let's say you're just not feeling you're it. You're just not
3: feeling it. Let's start there. Right, right. Let's just say that, we, that you're not feeling it. And everybody's had this circumstance before. Um, act like a lady, and i'm just let's just say we're 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 talking about the female uh, spectrum Act like a lady uh be respectful finish your drink you know finish that appetizer or what have you but excuse yourself whether depending on your your personality whether you're the type of person to use your words and say hey i had a lovely time uh you know i'm don't think that this, you know, I'm not interested in having a drink after dinner, but, you know, I wish you the best and so on and so forth. Some people can do that. They're, they're you know, they're comfortable with, uh, you know, speaking out loud like that. But for the most part, if you are like the rest of us, I would just simply, you know, have a have. A one drink, you know, a one drink minimum, and then excuse yourself. Always, it's always a very easy, respectful, polite, and excuse to say,
2: you know, I have an early morning meeting tomorrow morning, but I really enjoyed it. Right. And I I think it's so important, having been through the dating gauntlet, Mm -hmm. shall we call it, to always be honest, right? Mm Mm-hmm. There's so often that you get tagged along with someone where they're like, they just keep blowing you off, right? Absolutely. When they're just not interested. Mm-hmm. And it's how to really date with integrity. Mm-hmm. There's a term that's going around. It's called ghosting. I've heard about this. I just wrote an
3: article. Exactly. And it's funny because I've always used it and described it, as you just said, you know, dating with integrity. And, you know, if you're not interested,
2: say something. Say something. It's not the end of the world. No, but I think what's interesting coming from the behavioral standpoint is people have such a fear of disappointing. Of course. I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to shut that door. I always want that, like, I know what to get from this person, Mm -hmm. right? You almost set up this, like, different kind of relationship and dynamic right? where you know, like, if I need a, night, right, like, so many times, how many times have we all had that guy drop a sexy comment yes. and then, like, yes. you engage in a different way. And you know if you drop a sexy comment, like, you're going to get their attention, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know how to get that from right. who you want to get that. So it's, if you're not interested, people... Cut them loose. Cut them loose. You're not doing yourself any favors Exactly. Either. You're just prolonging the inevitable
3: because it's just going to, it's going to fizzle out anyways.
2: I can't tell you how many people, friends of mine who are like, oh, this guy's so annoying. I'm like, just cut him. Just loose. Just say enough is enough. Is <laughs> exactly. I'm like, don't be cruel. Exactly. Just say I'm not interested. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry. We've all been quote
3: unquote ghosted at one point in time. And I mean, as you said, you know, make sure that you, you know, you do it before you cause any damage. God, you're nice be nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just put me down.
3: Just, just right? put me to sleep already.
2: Exactly.
3: Just tell me you're not interested. I know. The I
2: uncertainty don't, that I you know. sit with in these at the time—it's awful. Because then what do we do?
3: Then we, we're looking at our phone. Then we're asking friends, and then now we're on social media. Well, where did he go? Well, he was over there. Yeah, he, he right. was out.
2: Facebook, shopping. exactly. Not exactly.
3: Cute. I mean, social media—it <laughs> doesn't allow for anybody to have private lives. And We all know that now.
2: Right. So, it, is it safe to assume if a person has not replied to you in X amount of time, or they haven't set a date with you after mm-hmm. X amount of time, they're just not interested? Yes, yes, and no. Uh,
3: so this is this is how I take it. it. Let's just say that you were, you know, casually dating uh, a gentleman, and. Everything seemed to be going well, but then he just kind of fizz, fizzled out a little bit. You know, the, the text messages became a little less frequent, and then all of a sudden, everything started ghosting you. I hate that term, but he started ghosting you. Gotta, you got to stay current. Exactly. <laughs> you got to stay current with the trends. You got to stay current with the trends. Um, I always think, and I've always set forth, everybody has time to reply.
2: Everybody has time to text. How long does it take to text? I love okay. the people who are like connected to their phone. They're like, oh, I didn't get your text. No, or, no, that's not true. I know, I, the, I know
3: you got the, it. The, chose to ignore it. Exactly. You choose to reply. And I always say to everyone, never make someone a priority when you're only their option. That's such a great statement. Because it's it one true. More time. Never make someone a priority when you're only their option. And that goes for, I mean, that goes for, you know, the texting, you know, if, yes. If he you were a priority, he would have replied to you. It wouldn't have taken till 3 a.m. on a Saturday evening for him to reply back. No, you weren't a priority.
2: And it's also, to, you know, you might be willing to put up with that. And that's okay. And that's okay because we have all done that. We have no, all you're done that. All your negotiables and your non-negotiables. Exactly. And that's where what we had spoken about in episode 10 last week with Ashley was you have to know what you're willing to put up with and where mm-hmm. the line is. And when that line is crossed... You have to know how to drop the hammer exactly yeah. for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you got to put yourself first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and know when to walk away. Right? right. It's like playing cards. You got to know when to hold them. You got to fold. You got to know when to fold. As Patty says, your losses says with men. You need to have your pair and your spare. <laughs> I like that. I, I like know.
3: that. That the works. The two people you like the most, and
2: then your options.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're, you're not doing
2: yourself any uh, any any justice that way. But, okay, I mean, so that's great advice for people date with integrity mm-hmm. you don't have to ghost people <laughs> oh. it's mean <laughs> stop it <laughs> and it's hurtful it's hurtful we just need to grow up use your
3: words speak up communicate I promise you someone will respect you a lot more if you just come right out and you know tell them how you feel I can't tell you how hey, many I do like you I'm sorry it. it's
2: not I'm not interested yeah. either one I was like and you know what's even weirder is how many times to- how many times? I've done it like once or twice to say, you know what, on a first date, I don't feel the connection. I think you're great, but I actually know someone, a friend of mine, who I think you'd be a really good match for. Pay on forward. a first
3: exactly. And some I've heard mixed reviews on that. Some people say, well, that's just rude. No, it's not. We're aware. There's no, you we're know, no. It, it's a first date. Not okay? responsible exactly. for their reaction. Their baggage. Exactly. <laughs> this is not, we're not, you know, it's it's not breaking any hearts if you're, you know, you know, passing along that recommendation after a first date. Yeah,
2: you have to put yourself first. And I, you know, I, what's your feeling on this? I've had a lot of girls who've gone on dates with some guys it didn't work out for whatever their reason, mm-hmm. but they're like, I'd love feedback from them of what they liked and what they didn't like. Because there seems to be a pattern in dating, right? Mm-hmm. And especially for a man or a woman, there's a point where you're like, okay, if it's not working out all the time, I, I kind of need to look at myself. Like I yeah. can't keep blaming everybody else. I need, else for I me need to reevaluate. Single. Exactly. How do you feel about women or men asking an ex or someone they went on a date with for feedback? I think it's wonderful. I think that it's mature. I think
3: that uh, it shows a self, uh, it shows self-respect, uh, and you know, it, it shows a sense of discovery. Do I think that they're always going to get the answers that they want, or right. they're always going to meet a you know a, a person on the you know on the other side that will be willing to honestly answer that? It's very hard to tell someone to
2: their face. Hi, this is what I don't like about you. Right. Or maybe you could even frame it to say, I'm looking for some constructive criticism. Exactly. Of things, you know, men and women are very mm-hmm. different. It's like, you know, wasn't into the excessive calling. It's right. really hard to stomach that. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, you have to be open to learning. You have to be open to learning. If you're
3: not getting it from your potential, you know, partner or anyone you're dating, you also... Try your best to be open to your peers. You know, whether we don't always want to hear it because it's very difficult to hear. But if you're, you know, you've been friends with someone for, you know, five, ten some odd years, I'm sure that they know you. And I'm sure they've experienced those hour long phone calls about, you know, after the dating disaster. And, you know, he did this and he never called and then he called and, you know, the whole they they know your dating story. They know your dating life and they know how you react and they know Mm -hmm. how you get insecure and this and that. So let them.
2: Yeah, and also ask your friends for the right kind of advice. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to give you advice. Of course. Even if you don't want it. (laughs) And remember, people, this is a great statement. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past into the future and recycling it for more than it's worth. That Advice always comes from our past. It comes from our perspective. It does not always fit on your circumstance. So where what you're going through and your friend's advice might be for you, might not actually apply to you. Mm -hmm. Take advice lightly. Trust yourself. You know you best. I think that's perfect. Well said. Why thank you. I wish those were my words. Unfortunately (laughs) they were not. Whose words are those? I believe they were. I'm trying to remember. It came from that sunscreen song back in the nineties, nineteen ninety-nine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you can Good find for it, you for remembering that. It is this wonderful, I believe it was a commencement speech. You can find it on the Thetaspring.com website under inspirational uh words of inspiration. I believe it's under Free Stuff or Other somewhere on the tabs. Nice. But right, there's nice. a whole it's great. It's words, words to Live By. Words to Live By. Yeah. So be careful whose advice you buy. Exactly, exactly. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But it's important to get feedback on Mm -hmm. dating and to inspect your process, Mm -hmm. not to berate yourself.
3: Yes, I think that's absolutely, I couldn't agree more. You have to respect yourself.
2: Yeah, and And I I, I like what you talked about. Maybe we can touch on it more is practice. It takes practice. Oh, absolutely. It takes practice. It's a job and you have to fail. What are some no-nos on a date?
3: But like, oh, do not geez. do that. That's a big
2: one. Like, it'll change for everybody. Oh, it's of not course. A, none of what we're talking about, people, is a finite rule. hmm Take it with a grain of salt. Test it out. Run with it. See mm-hmm. if you like it. If you don't believe in it, that's okay. hmm No nos. No nos.
3: <sighs> talking too much. Not listening. hmm you now, it's like, why be at a party when someone can't stop talking about themselves? So you're like, oh my God, here she goes again. How are you going to find out if you like that person if you can't shut up and listen? Zip right. it. And that it might should be, be a seesaw. Too. Yeah. And I get that. Some people, you know, tend to almost ramble. I'm guilty. I'm like, Brrr. I like that all the time. But, you know, you have to use your, you know, communicate as a seesaw. Listen. Communicate. Listen, communicate. Yeah, ask questions. Be interested. Right, right, right. Ask them questions that, you know, I mean, kind of bypassed. You know, the generic questions where did you go, why are you in New York? What are you doing now? How long have you been on these dating apps? Right. Tell me a funny story. Learn about them. Be playful. Learn the questions you actually really care
2: about. Right. Who cares about their dog? Right, remember that passed away 10 years ago. Dating's
3: <laughs> not about
2: putting on a show no
3: it's not just Dating be is real about
2: getting to know do i like this mm-hmm. person how do they compliment me do they want to get to know me what how do i want them to see me right be selfish mm-hmm. on a date mm-hmm. i mean not totally selfish but ask yourself do i like them what do i like about them how do they make me
3: feel and you know what? Once you are feeling that and you're going through the motions, don't be afraid to communicate that. Give compliments. Yeah. No one, you know, what is, Let's just say that you were on a date and you were not physically attracted to that person at all. But he happened to say, you know, I just think you look beautiful tonight. What are you going to do? You're still going to smile.
2: you're still going to feel great. Learn how to take a compliment. Yeah. Just say thank you. Uh-huh. You don't always have to return a compliment. Right. Learn how to take one. Mm -hmm. It's a gift. Just say thank you. Be gracious. It It is a gift. When we come back from the break, what we're going to begin to talk about with Ashley is let's fast forward through the dating. You're now in a relationship, right? You found that person. And some of the things that come up when that happens, right? Because there is trauma and turmoil that happens as two people begin to habitate a relationship space. And so we're going to talk about some of the how to work through that stuff Uh, And we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. So, Ashley, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you. You can find Ashley on AshleyKaler.com. And Ashley is a matchmaker and life, or I'm sorry, relationship coach. We'll be right back.
1: Visit the Theta Spring Hypnosis Store to find out more about our home hypnosis programs and detox systems. Our hypnosis programs bring the power of our therapy to the comfort of your own home or on your mobile device. Our detox system has been formulated as the first ever mind and body detox. The Burn and Build Body 14-Day Anti-Aging Detox Kit is a food-based detox that has an optional subconscious support program. Stay committed and create sustainable change while cleansing your body. Visit Betaspring.com forward slash store. We have a special 15% discount for our listeners. Use promo code VA15 at checkout. Tune in to The Lori Moss Show. Better job, better life. Learn about what isn't being said in business that keeps you stuck, underrecognized, and overlooked. Listen in on the exciting, sometimes awkward, and often sensitive subjects that aren't covered during the 9 to 5, but should be. Transform from being stuck to being sought after with Lori's proven concepts. Revolutionize the way you work and up-level your professional presence with the expert in professionalism, Lori Moss. The Lori Moss Show, better job, better life, can be heard every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune into A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Change your world. Change your life.
1: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Gennelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to ajanelli at ThetaSpring.com. Now, back to The Mental Sherpa Show.
2: Welcome back, everybody. I'm joined today with Ashley Kaler, and we were just talking about dating, how to date, the ins and the out of dating, things to think about while you're on a date. And the more that you guys begin to practice with this, don't go in with an expectation, right? The date's going to go like this. We all fantasize. Reality doesn't live in fantasies, people. It lives in reality. (laughs) And that's not to be mean, but the more that you can just be in the moment and experiencing the moment, the less you're going to become attached to an outcome of how something has to formulate. And so... Let's assume now that you have let go of the outcome of how everything's going to formulate. You find this great partner, and the two of you have decided to let go of all your double dipping, the other person, the one-night stands, and... You're going to let go of your booty call, erase all the people randomly. Uh-oh. You're going to commitment. Let, you're going to let go of Bob at bar. Exactly. And, <laughs> Joe from Tinder. Exactly. And Joe you're from Tinder. decide to put that person in your phone as a real name. Oh, wow. You're going to save their number. You're going to save the number. That's a big step. Yeah, and you're going to might even give it a picture. Whoa. Oh. And you're now <laughs> dating this person. What happens next? Because it's such a vulnerable time, too. It's it's the best time. Yes. And it's where a lot of the patterns get set up in a relationship. Exactly. Oh. exactly. Well, I think it's
3: important to recognize that when you do start a relationship, you have to be patient and let it develop. Because I think that you just said, a, you know struck a chord right there with patterns, you're going to develop your own patterns. You're going to, whether you live together, you know, you share communal space Mm -hmm. or, you know, you are apart, but you're going to recognize and, you know, have to adjust and you have to be comfortable with uncertainty, you know, where's this relationship occurring? What, uh, you know, what's comfortable for him? How
2: am I going to adapt to his lifestyle? And how is he going to adapt to my lifestyle? You have to be comfortable. It's such a good word, adapting. Mm-hmm. you are adapting because you're going from the selfish you to sharing a space. Right, right. And you, you know... It's important to be and we've
3: mentioned the word selfish a lot throughout our conversation, but I think that it's something that really needs to stand out. And I think that you need to be selfish in a relationship, but on a, I guess, uh, very balanced, if you will, because, you know, now you are. Now you, you know you're you're two now you have a partner now you have a mutual companionship now you have to uh you know make sure that your spouse or partner is um, you know getting the same amount of tension and same amount of love and the same amount of you know communication that you deserve
2: yeah, and I think it's interesting having worked with some couples, not necessarily in hypnosis but the patterns, right? You set up these patterns and if you're always there being the caregiver, mm-hmm. that person's gonna expect you to be a caregiver. Right, right. In those times when they need it. It's kind of like you'll have these guys who come in and they're like, I hate it. I'm always expected to pay for the dinner. Exactly. But where did that whose fault is that right right you right. have to speak up right you create your own patterns you create your patterns and so it's being she always mindful. has dinner for me when i get home it's a yeah. pattern yeah it's a pattern and for the woman who always has dinner you have to understand the, the mm-hmm. role that you play in that mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to talk about it mm-hmm. fights happen mm-hmm. that's not you cannot avoid fighting there is actually an interesting statistic for couples that couples who fight actually have a stronger don't quote me on the on this but they have a higher percentage of staying together than couples that don't i believe that cuz they're speaking up they're voicing their opinion no right. that doesn't work for me right and this is why and it's scary and i scary don't care yeah to have to go there because a lot of a lot of things get triggered in mm-hmm. a relationship in those moments right they're going to leave me i can't have an opinion Something's gonna happen. They're gonna cheat on me. Exactly, it's all of our
3: insecurities come to surface, and it's more, you know, for some, it's it's you know more comfortable to tuck them away and yeah. to
2: you know have to be on my best behavior. Mm-hmm. But remember, in a in a relationship, it's learning how to argue, mm-hmm. and it's not always. It's how do you implement some resistance that before you start throwing everything in this kitchen sink, right? To stop and step away, right? That it's what happens after the fight that's very important. Of course, of course, and
3: that's very that's very difficult that I found too. And I feel that uh, some of the clients that I've worked with in the past that uh, they've struggled with that that they've had, you know, hot tempers and that had, you know, that's been, you know, a a big reason why they haven't had successful relationships because they don't know how to communicate and they don't know how to voice their opinion. And they don't know how to recover from that argument and how to move past because just because an argument has fizzled doesn't certainly doesn't mean that it's resolved or over or Or, it's not going to come up. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, there's no resolution. It just happens to be like, Oh well, God, I'm just tired already.
2: Like, Okay, you win. You win. Right. But remember, when you're arguing, typically most arguments start because there's a need on someone's end that's not being tended to. Mm -hmm. And it's very important to identify first what need of yours isn't being tended to. Why do you expect that other person to fill that need? And they might. Mm -hmm. It might have been a pattern that was set up. And is there a way for you to fill that need? yourself because when you shift your energy you shift the relationship's energy too of course of course and I'm sure you find that yeah. you don't have to have two people sitting in a room to work on a relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is interesting it's almost better sometimes just you know speaking with them individually right
3: it's yeah. so personal yeah <laughs> it's personal and you just find that they're you know more open you know and more willing to share their insecurities well, because it's almost, you know, just the naked truth, in, you know, in telling your partner that, you know, A, B, C, and D is not working.
2: Yeah, and that your partner might not be willing to work on those things mm-hmm. with you. And maybe that's what makes them not the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. You know, our baggage is our baggage. Of course. It's always ours to take care of. And sometimes we find that, you know... We don't have to accept someone's baggage, but we can certainly be understanding of mm-hmm. it, right? It doesn't have to be personal. Right. But it can affect us. Right, right. And I think that's important to know in the early
3: stages of a relationship. I really do because, you know, it's very... Uh, you know, it's it's very hard to, you know, speak up and voice and understand and accept in the beginning of relationships, you know, and that's why a lot of relationships are unstable or and on are unhealthy because we don't do that and we just let it just ride right. out
2: and i wouldn't recommend to walk into a first date and start going here's my baggage exactly <laughs> exactly you don't need to like buffer we don't who need you to know about your cheating
3: boyfriend and what he did and how you caught
2: him and yeah, this, this and you and don't this. have to be like listen i have lots of rage <laughs> just be aware of it yeah Maybe, you know dating and being in a relationship is a great opportunity to say I'm aware of these things. Uh, right. How can I be proactive in yeah. this relationship yeah. to set different patterns mm-hmm. with them?
3: Why don't we start in dating? And I never understood this too. And I'm trying myself. Uh, why don't we start talking about our flaws? I think that's very attractive. You do. I How do. I think that's very attractive. Whether it's you know it has to do with relationships or professional. I mean, when you go wow. on an interview for uh, you know for a
2: job. Don't they always ask you what's your weakness? Well, I guess there's a difference, and here's where I'm thinking there's a difference between coming out and being like, you know what, here's some <laughs> things I'm
3: working. on.
2: I have commitment issues. First right? throwing yourself versus sitting there and punching yourself exactly. in the face, being like, I have this issue and I'm depressed and my dog just died. <laughs> and like, you know, it's different versus being right. like, here's some things I'm working on from yeah. past stuff. Yeah. You know, I yeah. realized in my last relationship I was a little, I called too much or I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Yeah. But I'm working on that. Yeah. First, I suck. I'm stupid. I know. I'm dumb. I'm th- right. No one wants to sit there in front of someone who's like talking shit about themselves exactly. The it's not so cute. It's not cute. It's not attractive. And, and it's not- like, wow, you think that highly of yourself. Great. <laughs> Chuck please. <laughs> exactly. There goes your one drink. Yeah. People want to people like positive energy. Mm-hmm. They like confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say you have to have it all the time. So,
3: but I don't think there's any shame in recognizing, uh,
2: you know, your flaws. Right. Mm-hmm. But don't use them against yourself. Certainly. I agree as well. Great. What other things have you seen? Like, what is some of the trauma that happens for people once they're in a relationship? Like, what is why might a couple that you've set up that has such great chemistry all of a sudden be like, that's not right? the chemistry is not right. Or they're like, this is not the person for me. It happens really, it might happen quickly.
3: Unfortunately. Uh, I mean, when it, when it's, I think and it, it, the biggest, I guess, cause for, you know, uh, unstable relationships has been infidelity. And I've been hearing that mm. a lot lately. And that might be, there's yeah. a lot of attraction at first and the chemistry is hot and seeming and the sex is consistent and, and everything's wonderful. Uh, you know, but there's no, again, I'm going to go back to it. There's no communication. So it's just based on sex. When you're just basing on sex, you're probably getting another, you know, filling a void somewhere else. Right. Well, that's and probably infidelity. True. Infidelity, a lot of people don't realize or, you know, you know just uh, don't recognize is that infidelity can certainly be, uh, you know, move past sex. It could be personal, romance, you know, speaking. You can certainly have an affair with mental someone. and cheating.
2: Not, exactly, Mental. Yeah, which is showing that a need's not being tended to, too. Mm -hmm. I think Steve Harvey, in his book, what is it, Act Like a Lady, Think Like Mm -hmm. a Man? Yes. He would argue against us on this one and say men just want sex. Like, it's not personal. Don't take it personally. It's just we think differently. I think that's a very general, general overview. Yeah, I, I had a couple issues myself with that book as I was reading it. I'm like, right. so
3: I don't think I would have a job if that was the case. As Let's put it that way. That's pretty
2: going to people. great. Okay, so I just need to get my head around the fact that <laughs> exactly, this is going to happen to me.
3: Exactly, exactly. So maybe I should switch teams because then I'm not. <laughs> so, and that can happen. Do you work with
2: um, homosexual couples?
3: I have in the past. I have in the past. I support it. I do not have, and I'm just very honest. I do not have as large of a pool mm-hmm. of men and women uh, that are homosexual. But I, act, I almost, I do it casually, and in that meaning that. Um, they don't retain me in, in, uh, money wise. Okay. So I do, I I do work a lot within the gay community. I do work with some matchmakers that strictly and solely work with, uh, it's a whole different field. I'm sure the only reason why I don't take on clients for, uh, you know, for them to retain my service is because I don't want to pretend that I'm not, um, I'm just not as knowledgeable. I'm not as knowledgeable and it is the same across the board, but it's not, but it's different. It's not. It's just different. It's just different, and I don't want to pretend that I know everything and anything. I certainly don't want to offend, and I want to make
2: sure that it's a good, healthy uh, match. Fair enough. Yeah. So, what you know, as we begin to wrap up today, what would you like our listeners from the last two sessions that we've done? What would you like them to know? What's the big takeaway?
3: What's the it's big that take-away?
2: dirty little secret everyone's going to go home and really hold on to? <sighs> Dating can be fun.
3: It really can. Dating can be fun. Relationships can be a blessing. But I just want everyone to make sure that we're enjoying it. You know, and it certainly doesn't have to be uh, you know, a chore and it doesn't have to be uh something that we all shy away away from. It's it's you know, an opportunity for us to, you know, engage, to fall in love, and, you know, to hopefully find the one. But we just have to make sure that we're really, really being smart, clear-headed, headed, and, you know, healthy-minded throughout the entire yeah. process. And, it and it's difficult. There can be a lot of the ones, yeah, probably. Yeah, but enjoy yourself.
2: Yeah. Dating's hard. Life's hard. But enjoy it yourself. Is hard. Just take a deep breath. Look in the mirror, as you said. Right. Take a nice look in the mirror and enjoy what you see and let people see that you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's interesting, you know, the idea of like finding the one that there can be a lot of the ones. There too, can be a lot of the ones. In that moment to get to mm-hmm. that right one. Yeah. But sometimes the ending of a relationship is the beginning of something great. Uh, absolutely. But we were all there for a reason. It's what do you take from it? What do you take away? And that's what makes us stronger. Definitely. I mean, scar. what's the saying? Scar tissue stronger than skin? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Might not always be pretty, but, <laughs> but it's
3: stronger. Right, right, right. We have to overcome obstacles.
2: It really, you know, even from being in some not great relationships, having been married myself and divorced, mm-hmm. when you find the right person, you really, there's a whole level of appreciation mm-hmm. of the real trauma you go through, of right, like the breakup right. and the pain. Right. And, and it's why, process. yeah, why
3: did I put so much energy in that? But now we can
2: rechannel our energy, you know, and, and you know, put our best foot forward it's so in nice. a positive way. Be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And it does take that hindsight to really get there. And it takes time. And
3: I want everybody to realize that it does take time. Don't rush it, it will be there
2: and you will get there. So, Ashley, if people want to be part of your members Mm -hmm. um, or that they want to be a client, how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. How can they read about your blog? Sure, sure.
3: So, um, again, my website's uh, www.ashleykaler.com. So there you'll have all of my contact information, my phone number, uh, email address, all of my blogs, dating tips, columns are all linked there as well. So that's just a whole mess of, you know, dating online and my experiences and tips, do's and don'ts. So there's a whole bunch of
2: free goodies there as well. So feel free to go and check that Mm -hmm. out. Do you ever offer workshops, talks? You do a lot of different things, mixers. Yeah, so I
3: do um, singles events as well. Uh, Those are just usually based, um, usually in the spring and summertime. So I hopefully will be having a a few of those. I know when it's warm and everybody
2: wants to go outside. But in regards to workshop, I think that you and I should probably have a discussion. (laughs) I would love that. I have some wonderful ideas. And as I always mention to each of my clients, I've also put together a whole Preparing for Love hypnotherapy program that you can do from the comfort of your own home. Um, And we're also coming out with the Theta Spring at home hypnosis app that you guys keep your eyes on open for it's a choose your own adventure of hypnotherapy oh, that's cool it'll be amazing it's yeah. really it's getting developed right now it's very cool so ashley wonderful thank you so thank much thank you i enjoyed it i had here. fun thank you for helping people find love wonderful thank you for helping us understand what you do my and pleasure it's really cool the second the second the oldest second all profession, oldest profession. <laughs> <laughs> right behind prostitution <laughs> that's, that's awesome. everyone deserves love and we will see you guys next week as we talk with Dr. Dod- Nicholas Dodman, who is an animal behaviorist, and the wonderful studying they're doing to help canines and uh, understand their patterns with humans.
1: Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again for tuning into Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli hopes you'll join her for another edition next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a nice week.